Hi, welcome back to the infamous podcast, Shit Talking Sessions, in which I talk about nothing of substance. Um, usually, sometimes there's a hidden gem in there, every like six episodes. But um, yeah, welcome back. If you're new here, hi. Um, don't have any high expectations. Um, if you're not new here, you know exactly what's about to go down. I am so proud of myself. I filmed one of these. In my mind, it was a week ago, but it was probably three weeks ago. But it wasn't that long ago, I don't believe. And usually it takes me months <laughs> between doing these to get them out. So I think the fact that I've done them relatively consistently deserves a round of applause. But um, yeah, today there is no particular particular pressing matter. I do, in my, in my little notebook, have a few topics that I want to bring up. Just because, you know, I like to treat this as a diary because, um, you know... I'm delusional enough to think that my opinions are warranted. And also, um, yeah, I just think it's fun. I love a good shit talk. Duh. Hence the name. Um, again, nothing super heavy today. I do want to touch on the Astro World thing a little bit because obviously that is a huge thing that happened. Um, but apart from that, everything's kind of light. I think I always find a way to make it dark. <sighs> I think it's a talent. But yeah, um, no guest today. No Drea, no Sarah. Um... I'm glad Dreya's not here. I wish Sarah was here. Anywho, so I have a few questions, I believe, from you guys or topics. And I'm going to get into those first, actually, because, you know, how I feel about catching up with my girlies. I love it. Um, yeah, I just love you all. Unless you're a freak, in which case. The love is not there. Bear with me. Did I delete it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, okay. Okay. We got, found it, ladies. So, this one, Anon, um, had, a, like, one question. Like, not one question. One ask with a lot of questions in it. So, I'm going to answer those. They just put questions for the pod. Thoughts on fan fiction. See, I like fan fiction. I like to read it sometimes. I think it's a... Oh, Christ. I think it's a healthy way of expressing desire or expressing ideas it's creative writing you know and i think that's cool i think some fan fiction writers need to write novels because they are absolutely insane in terms of their literary ability like it's just i'm like you guys deserve to be on shelves and not on like apps but um i think it's sick i think it's always fun to see what people create and how they interpret a character and just how little you can have about a person and make an entire character like harry fan fiction you know we don't know a lot about him but there are so many different authors who make him so well-rounded in a way that would make you think that if you weren't a harry fan you'd maybe think that there was so much information about him out there um like at present day and there's not and so it's just interesting to see how people can make somebody who is kind of like a shell of a person a like three-dimensional character who has a lot of you know facets so i think that's sick um, I'm going to shout out some of my favourite fan fictions. Obviously, you someone I just went around, Drea. Um, Strange Tides by Nora, who is the Astor. Truly, like, incredible. I think about that all the time. It was such, like, a gorgeous fan fiction. Like, it, was, it just felt so rich. It felt like a book, truly. Like, if you had swapped Harry out for anyone else, that would have been literally published. Um, it was, it was gorgeous. Um, what else? Those are the only two I can think of as of right now. Maybe someone will come to me later. And then the next question is, 
your fashion icons. I don't necessarily have a fashion icon that I constantly look up to and um, aspire to dress like or be like. I have a select few people who I like some of their stuff. And a lot of the time a fashion icon for me is less about the clothes and more about the personality. So I don't know if that makes them a fashion icon. Um, Kate Moss, of course. And again, her style doesn't necessarily speak to me. It's very, very English. It's very, very rock and roll. Very 60s. 60s and 70s inspired. Very, um... Oh, gosh, what's the name? It's left me now. I was going to say Pamela Anderson, but that is not it. Oh, my gosh, it's a P name. Oh, my gosh. Anita Pallenberg, I think. I don't know. I think that might be her. She was, like, with the stones or something. I don't know. Anyway... Anyway, um, Kate Moss for sure. She's gen. Also, can we just like, I'm a, I'm obsessed with Kate Moss, and it's such a like a fashion, like cliche to be obsessed with Kate Moss. But I genuinely think that chick was destined to be a model. I cannot see her being anything else, and I think, um, I just think she was a great model. She still is, but she really did have something special back in the day um paloma alcesa you guys if you like watch my blog you know just how much i love that chick i love her personality um i can relate to her in a way you know both plus size both biracial um she's very she's just very articulate well-spoken um intelligent ambitious woman and i don't know i just think she's i think she's sick i think she's great i love the way she dresses i wouldn't wear everything that she wears but there are definitely pieces i've seen her wear where i'm like wow um gorgeous who else i really like rosie huntington whiteley um as a model i think she's insane looking like she's so like stunning it's ridiculous but i'm um, i like her i think her clothes she's very minimal very color blocked very chic elegant timeless sophisticated and i think that's really gorgeous who else i can't think of anyone i like ariana I, she's not to me to me ariana's not a fashion girly at all i think sometimes she does pull a look but i feel like they're few and far in between i love ariana's makeup um and i think she has a very clear aesthetic and i think that she sticks that very well i wouldn't say in terms of her clothes I'm necessarily that attracted to everything she wears. But when it comes to makeup and, you know, stuff like that, I think that's definitely an inspiration. Who else? Tyler. Um, my actual husband. He's a fashion inspiration for me. Um, specifically over the last few years, because I'd say from, like, 2010 to 2016, his clothes... I thought he looked good, but I wouldn't wear the things that he wore, apart from a few random shirts and a few select pieces but as he's kind of got more into the designer and um more formal clothing I think it looks really good and I love it a lot and he's worn a lot of fits where I'm like oof I would wear that I truly cannot think of anything anyone else um I think that might be it there probably is some other people that I'm just like missing out so if they come to me I'll let you know and then the next question is, what kind of career would you, do you want to have? Gosh, that's a bit existential. I have breakdowns about this nearly every day. Um, I'm not sure what, what kind of career I want to have. I have an umbrella for it in terms of, I would love to work in 
a create I, I want to work in the creative industry um and i would preferably like it to be under the fashion photography stylist that umbrella but i'm not sure what specific job i want to go for within that which is terrifying when you realize just how many jobs there are within fashion stylists designers seamstresses tailors um researchers buyers textile experts textile creators like there's just so many jobs within that industry um so it's i'm very overwhelmed but you know i just take it day by day but yeah i, I think for sure fashion in some way i just love it so much um or photography or something something along those lines is the only thing i can see myself doing as of right now maybe in a few months a few years it'll change but that's where i want to be right now in terms of i want to have a good career i want money dude and i want i want to be an icon but like <sighs> saying stuff out loud like that it's so like I think a lot of people would deem it unrealistic. I'm like, you know what? It's not unrealistic because if I can think it, I can have it. I, you know, I can't touch it. It's not tangible, but I want it. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I have always wanted to be famous. I can't lie. And I think, I do think that's mental illness because I don't know who wants. Fame is not all it's cracked up to be. I just think I'd be a hell of a celebrity. I'd be the worst and the best. Um, and the last question is, how do you feel about reality TV? Fucking love it. Fucking love it. I love reality TV so much. I prefer British reality TV as opposed to American reality TV. Um, just because the humour in it and every, it just feels a little bit, I can understand it a bit more. But I love Mob Wives. Um, I used to be, I don't think I've told any of you guys about this. When I was around 8 to about 11, 12, I was a Kardashian stan which might be a shock to you all, seeing how I feel now, but I had books, I had everything, I used to watch them every single day, I used to be a Kardashian stan, and Kendall actually used to be my favourite, Kendall and Chloe, um, and I used to love the Kardashians, and I think we do have to admit that there is an entertainment value within the women, although I do think they should all rot, um, but yeah, I love my wives, used to love the Kardashians, not anymore, um, X on the beach, I'm not a Love Island girl, yeah, I don't like Love Island, love Island at all, um, big Brother, um, Celebrity Big Brother, you know, just stuff like that. I like it. I think it's, I think it's sick. It's just fun. Like it's just fun to watch. It's very voyeuristic, but on all the best things. That was a joke. And then they've just put Love You Page at the end. Love you too, bestie. And then the other other question I got was, I think it would be good to hear your speak to hear you speak on performative celebrity actions. Um. There's not much I can say as opposed to, I think literally most celebrities do it. Um, and it's unfortunate, but it's, it kind of comes with the territory nowadays, especially if they're white. If they're white and a, like Taylor Swift, I don't ever expect anything that has not surface level meaning because she's a white feminist. Like, it's as simple as that. Um, yeah, performative action is everywhere. Harry does it. Taylor Swift does it. Katy Perry does it. Selena Gomez probably does it. They all do it. And at this point, I'm just going to stop looking into celebrities for validation because <sighs> that's like trying to get, you know, blood out of a stone. And I'd rather not. But yeah, those are all the questions that I got, unless I've missed some, in which case I do apologise. But yeah, thank you for those. Um, Miss Nonnies, or Mr Nonnies, whoever you are, whoever you identify as. On my little, my silly little notebook, I've got a few things I want to talk about. First off... REM Beauty. 
Now, lads, lads, if you've been on my blog, literally for like the last, since it's been announced, I have been so hyped. I've been like, I can't wait for it to drop. Can't wait for this. Literally gagging. And then the launch day comes and I'm sitting on the website and I'm like, yeah, I can't justify spending this much money. I'm so sorry. Like the prices, uh, first of all, let's talk about the products. There was matte lipsticks, coloured plumping glosses, a clear one, two mascaras, three eyeshadow palettes, liquid eyeliner, and two, three coal eyeliners. Is that it? And the highlighters, toppers. And the lashes. Okay, see? And there was like 62 products in general. Um, I've done my research, done my research. Um, and yeah, I was so stoked. I was like, in, um, my, I had my eye on the baby doll palette. I'm not really a lashes girly, so I wasn't really looking at the lashes. The mascara, I was like, ooh. The glosses though, like the plumping glosses, I had my eye on. Oh, there was liquid eyeshadows too. How could I forget? Um, but I, was, I just wanted so much stuff. And then when it came down to it, I just chickened out and I was like, I can't justify spending this much money. But next pay, next paycheck, I might just have to. But in my mind, I was thinking like, I can see all this shit coming into like a super drug or like a boots. Like, I think it's going to end up in drugstores and it will inevitably be cheaper then. So I'm like, or I could just like get it in person as opposed to paying like shipping. So I was like, well, you know what? Why not? Like, I might as well just wait. I'm sure it won't be long until it's in stores. So I'm just going to wait this one out unless the urge gets too strong and then I will give in because I just like to treat myself. Um, but yeah, I was so stoked. I've seen a lot of people saying that they don't like the brand and they think it's a bit gimmicky and stuff like that. And I think every celebrity makeup line from now on is going to be gimmicky because in my mind, to have a makeup line, you have to have a passion for makeup. And I feel like that has to have been something that's shown within the media or else it's not going to work. Like when Kesha tried to come out with a makeup line, I was like, I don't understand. Like I've never heard this chick talk about makeup ever. But Rihanna, it made sense to me. Um, Ari, it makes sense to me because I'm like, she has a... Even though she's had a few collabs, I'm pretty sure she had a collab with MAC now, like lipsticks or something. Um, but to me, she seems passionate about makeup. And also she has a makeup that's very iconic, even though it's very simple within its actual execution. Like she just, it's like she wears like eyeshadow and like wing liner and gloss, which on anybody else wouldn't be as iconic, but because it's her and, you know, she has such influence. Her makeup does um hold some kind of you know attraction so i think it was the right move to do and i like i've been preferring her makeup recently like the whole positions like when she's been on the voice it's more natural i don't i think she i don't know if she's got a new mua but whoever her mua is i literally am gagging because they are they are incredible dude like it just seems a lot more soft a lot more glam as opposed to like the seven rings ariana which was like bold and completely glam this is still glam but it feels almost muted in a way a little bit more matte a little bit more mature i think it looks sick um i think the packaging was cute i'm not really a packaging girl like if the packaging shit i don't as long as the product on the inside is okay i don't really mind i do value nice packaging and i will you know obviously we're all drawn to certain you know like nice things that we like but the packaging is never really a deal breaker for me because i'm like it's about what's on the inside like i don't care 
Um, so I thought the packaging was quite cute. It looks, it's giving me very 60s mod, you know, futuristic space, which is obviously the theme of the thing. Um, I thought everything looked gorgeous. I was just so excited. And I now I'm talking about it, I'm like kind of feeling like having a little bit of a spree. We'll see, we'll see. But I thought it was sick and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what else she brings out. I wanted some skin products, but it makes sense that she didn't do them first because she's not known for her skin. She's known for the eyeliner, the lips, you know, that's her gag. So I understand why she did that first to, you know, establish an audience, establish a demographic. But I think it's sick. I'm super excited for it. I really do like Ariana Grande. <laughs> Don't know if you can tell, but yeah. And in the same vein as that, we have got the pleasing launch which, guys, God help me. I I didn't know this was dropping. Well, nobody did. Um, was it was it last night? Night before. I actually don't know. I don't know. I don't have the concept of time. But it dropped and I was just disappointed. Because, again, this makes sense for Harry in terms of... It makes sense in terms of, you know, he has become very, very known for wearing nail polish and kind of being a trendsetter in that sense. And I'm not saying that he did it first. I'm not saying that before somebody goes, somebody did this better than him. I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm just saying that Harry for sure made it more of a mainstream thing to wear nail polish as a guy. And I think it's smart that he would want to capitalise off of that. Do I think he's got enough money and needs to go away? Yes, because he makes me sick at the moment. But it is what it is. But yeah, it was just very disappointing to me. It had that, that blue, it looked blue to me, like that blue glittery shade or, or whatever it was. The pink, which the blue was like, it was a nice, or was it black? It looks blue to me. I don't know. The the pink, which I didn't find attractive at all. The white and then the other white. I think one was just more, it was just lazy as fuck. And apparently like the whole set was $65. I don't know how much it was in pounds, unless it was in pounds. I don't know. It was like $65, I think. Which is ridiculous. Like, I saw one of them is like 27 or something along those lines. Which boils my piss. Because think like a YSL or a Dior or a, high, or a fashion house brand sell for near enough the same price. You will get a YSL nail polish for £30. So why is Harry's like 25? It makes no sense to me, especially because this is a first launch. He hasn't established a brand enough, in my opinion, to set those kind of prices. In my mind, it would make sense to sell them at a cheaper rate. Because um, number one, this is his first launch. And he doesn't, you know, it's not, he's not a small business that needs to break even and make an incredible amount of profit. He already has the money to do. This is a cash grab. But a cash grab or not, um, I just don't think the pricing is justifiable of the product at all. In my opinion, it would make sense to make it um, cheap. And then as he builds a steady, de steady demographic and, you know, can draw traction in, then, you know, then increase the prices. And especially when we don't know if the, the quality, we don't know if it chips, we don't know staying power. There's so many components that... I'm not a nail girly, just to clarify. Like, I'm not a nail polish girly. It's not really my thing. Um, but there are so many things we don't know about it that just doesn't justify the price in my opinion like what imagine you buy imagine you pay 65 pounds dollars whatever for four nail polish four nail polishes and then they're just shit 
Then what? Then what? You're going to be crying at night thinking, why am I on my knees for this man who's just a capitalist pig? It's just ridiculous to me. The packaging, however, she can stay. I really like it. I'm very into... Black is my favourite colour, so I thought the packaging was very cute. Again, doesn't justify the price. Um, I can't see this going anywhere, to be honest with you. Like, with... When I took... Like, Fenty. Um, R.E.M. Fenty, I could see going places because it just... It made so much sense. It was... It was very inclusive. It was very... You know, it was, I could just see it going somewhere. This, I can't see going anywhere. I think it's going to flop. And I don't... And Harry's flop is probably a lot of success to a lot of people. I don't mean that nothing's going to sell or anything like that. I just mean that I can't see this being anything more than just a shitty little crash grab for him. That's just my opinion. I don't see the point in it. The nail polish colours weren't cute. The bottles aren't that cute in my opinion. I just don't see why he's done it. It makes no sense to me. And I can't wait to see all the girlies get P.O. boxes and froth at the mouth over something that is, as I always just describe, nothing more than mediocre. But that's been Harry for like the last year and a half. So who am I to judge? Um, also, okay, so I just had like a mind thing where I was like, the pictures of Harry and Olivia, did they come out this year or was it 2020? But it was it was this year. Because I was like, if that's 2020, they've been together for nearly two years. And I don't know, I just had like a moment of like genuine disgust. Like my spine started to tingle. Christ. But yeah, that's how I feel about pleasing. I'm not into it. Um, ooh, next. Next. I would like to talk about... And I'm open the, opening the floor up to any of you guys because I think this is so interesting and it's something I'd love to hear perspectives on and get advice on is like crystal. I don't know if I should say spirituality because I don't know if I'm spiritual or not. And I don't want to like hog the term because it feels like every person who likes crystal is like, I'm so spiritual. And I'm like, I don't know if I am. I just like shiny rocks. But I have really been getting into it lately and I think I've been trying to be more open-minded in terms of maybe spiritual aspects mayhaps like um I I don't know I've just been thinking a lot more about energies and fate and things along that you know that umbrella and meditation and stuff like that and I just find it so interesting and I'm very drawn to it in terms of I want to learn more I want to talk to people about it I want to hear people's opinions what do they do stuff like that I just think it's so interesting um and I was talking to one of my colleagues at work who I love so much literally love my life and she was talking about like meditation and crystals and energies and auras and stuff like that and I just find it so like absolutely fascinating like literally like I could think about it for hours and I did a purchase last night, no, this morning on the Psychic Tree, which if you don't know, is I'm pretty sure a UK based brand that specializes in crystals and reed diffusers and essential oils and um, incense and incense hold, anything like that, anything like that, like they have. If you want crystals, go to them because I'm pretty sure they do only ship to the UK though. So sorry, rip. But um. Like, any crystal you need, they have got thousands 
and they have these things called crystal packs which are the things that i do as opposed to buying like separate crystals um i like to buy them in packs which they do and they're like they have cute little names like i have one called find love i have one called stressless and it's basically just a little organza bag um with like five i think it's from like three to like seven is the amount that's usually in crystals in that help with a certain purpose and then it comes with a little guidebook um which has all the crystals info in it and what it does how to cleanse it it's so sick i have three at the moment that i'd bought previously and i just bought three more i believe um i just find them really cute but i want to tap in fully to how to use them why i'm using them do they work because I've met a lot of people who are, like, sceptical. I've also met a lot of people who aren't. But in my mind, crystals have to work in terms of, like, even if it's placebo or not, it still works. Like, if you have, like, a rose quartz or whatever in your pocket or in your bag and you pick it up and you look at it and you're like, oh, every time I look at this, every time I have this with me, something incredible is going to happen and I'm going to have a good day. It's going to give you confidence regardless. Like, even if it's placebo, it's still working. <laughs> so I think they... Do, I, I, I personally think they work. But I'd like to know how. Because I really don't know a lot about it. And I think that's... I, I, it's fun. It's fun to learn about. But I really am an amateur. I don't know a lot. I don't know really how to cleanse them. I know stuff about, you know, putting them out on a full moon. Like, on a windowsill. But I'm like, well, why do we do that? Like, I just want... I really want to get into, like, the nitty-gritty of it. And I want to buy books, but I get very... When there's, like, a big subject and a lot of information to intake, I get very overwhelmed. Like, I get very stressed because I'm like, it's too much for me to take in. So I'd rather not take in any at all. But, but yeah, I'm so excited about it. The two packs... The packs that I have right now, I have one called Find Love. I have one called Stressless. And I have one called Anxiety Away. Um, and I don't know if they work because I don't know if I've used them yet at least for their full potential. Like I've, you know, touched them <laughs> and I've taken them with me to work for a few times and stuff like that. But I can't say if they work because I don't know if I'm using them correctly. And the ones that I purchased today were called Positive Changes, which was a pack. And then another pack called Give Me Confidence. And then I bought a single one called Black Obsidian. Um, and then I bought a lot of incense and Bought a dream catch too with a little pi a picture of a cute little, a pretty little woman in a lake. It was great. It was gorgeous. But um, yeah, I just want to know how to use them and I want to know why. And I just want to talk to an expert. So if like anybody has um, like tips or anything like that, I'm so down to talk about it because I'm just so interested. Like it's so fascinating to me. Um, and I want to get the most out of them, of course. Um. So yeah, I'd like to know about that. And I'd also, I'm also just thinking a lot about like energies and, and I'm trying to say this in the least wanky way possible because I know it sounds like such a wank. Like if I was listening to somebody say this stuff, I'd be like, what a pretentious asshole. But I've just been thinking a lot more about like auras and energies and vibes and vibrations and frequencies and all that kind of stuff. And again, I'm an amateur. I know very little but I want to know more. Like, I, I literally just want to know more. And, yeah, if anybody knows anything about that, then let me know. But I'm just super excited to just learn. 
Like, I just want to know. <laughs> I don't know basic things. Like, how do you get them to work? Do you hold them? Do you hold them in your hand? Do you put them on your heart? Do you put them on your head? Feet? Stomach? Like, what do you do? I want to learn about chakras. I want to learn all of that hippie shit, man. I think it's so sick. And as I said, even if it doesn't actually work, I think it works, genuinely. But even if it doesn't, um, the fact that you think it works means that it's working. So either way, you're getting something, whether it's real or not. So let's not complain here. But yeah, when I get my new packs, I'll, I'll, I'll post pictures for you guys with the little books. Because I think they're super cute. Um, super pretty. If they don't work, they're, they're still cute, I guess. No, but they're just... I don't know. It's, it's very, very interesting to me. And I, as I said, I was talking to my colleague about stuff like this. And she used to read tarot um, and do things like that and read auras and be like a fortune teller, which I just found so interesting. But then she converted over to Christianity, so she's not allowed to do that anymore. But she said that um, she wanted to get back into that in a way that wasn't offensive or disrespectful to her religion because she misses she said when she converted is converted the right word i think it is when she came over to christianity christianity my god christianity she lost a, a sense of that and she said she wants it back and i was like good for you i want you to do that and i was talking to her and i took i tell this to people but i don't no, again, it feels very pretentious when I'm saying it. And also, I don't know if I'm delusional or not. Like, 95% of my life is just me thinking that I'm delusional. Because I might very well be incredibly delusional. But I also could be correct. I think I am... I Okay, psychic is not the word. Because I do not see dead people, thank goodness. I don't want to see ghosts. I'm really... I'm, I don't want that. I reject that energy. But I think my intuition and my gut instincts are um, relatively strong. And I think I've predicted a few things that just make me feel really, like, scared. <laughs> and I don't know. I just think I'm very good at picking up energies. And I just think that I might have a little something going on again psychic isn't the word but i don't have the word <laughs> to describe what i'm talking about so i'm just gonna say psychic but it's not actually psychic like, i don't know i think i've just got something going on um and i want i've always wanted to go to like a psychic or somebody who fortune teller or someone who reads tarot something somebody along those lines so i can talk to them about it and see if they know if i've got it or not because i'm like I would just like to know if I've got something going on. Because I think I do. And a lot of people around me think that I do too. Because sometimes I just say stuff and it literally happens. And I know that's probably a common occurrence for a lot of people. But I think I'd like to tap into that more. Um, I just think it'd be really interesting to do. And I was telling my colleague at work about this. And she was like, well, you... um, When you unlock that part of yourself and want to dive deeper into that path, you do have to be careful. And I'm like... I can imagine. She's like, because, you know, sometimes you see things that you don't want to see or you open the doors to things that you didn't want to. And I'm like, it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I'm really interested in, like, developing that gift, if it is one, question mark. Like, I'm not sure. Like, I'm, I'm literally not sure. But I don't know. I just thought it was... I think it's very interesting. And I'm very into it. And there's another um, colleague at work who's very young. Um... Like, she's a few years younger than me. And she can see auras and is so intelligent and knowledgeable about spirituality and things that I had no idea about. 
And I just find it fascinating to just listen to these people talk and just like soak it up. I, I find it so, like it literally blows my mind. Like you guys are literally, my brain is frazzled. Not that it wasn't already, but it's frazzled even more now in a good way. Um, so yeah, shout out to them. But yeah, I've just really been into it. I And on a similar note, not really, but kind of, I have wanted to start journaling. I've posted about it like six times. Have I started? No, because I am scared. Because I don't... In my mind, a journal doesn't have to be like well-written or articulate because it is purely for you. Unless you want to share it with somebody else, in which case, you know, go ahead, all guns blazing. But for me, it would just be for me. So in my head, I don't want it to be performative. And I'm scared that it would be. Like, I really struggle to be vulnerable even by myself. Especially when it comes to writing. I always feel like there's somebody grading it or like... Like, there's somebody watching me do it. It's very Margaret Atwood, you know, observation poem. But I don't know. It's it's just, it's very strange. I always feel like I have to, you know, write in a very formal way. When I don't, I could just be completely informal. But then I'm like, is that bad? Is that not, is that just not acceptable? But for me, see, I'm I, like, I overthink everything. It's just not that deep. It's a journal. But I just wanted a way. I'm really trying to work on f finding myself again. Sounds wanky. I don't think. I think coming back to myself and just bettering my mental health and you know getting certain things out of my head, whether they be good or bad. Um, and I want my journal to be a reflection of that. But I also have perfection issues. Like when I was younger. Oh my gosh! Stop it. When I when I was in secondary school. I, if anyone's like from the UK, I don't know if they do it the same in America, but we had those shitty little like, they were like multicolored books, like red for like English, blue, blah, blah, blah. And they had like this, the staples in them. And every, like say if I was in class, I, and I was writing something. And even if it wasn't wrong, like, um, I don't know, I had written something in a way that I didn't like, or the word wasn't correct. Even if it was in pencil, I would rip out the page and start again. Instead of just rubbing it out and keeping it moving or putting a line through it and, you know, keeping it moving. And I did that to the point where my books barely had anything in them and I would get shouted at because I was destroying my books. And I do it with my notebooks here. Like, like even my notebook that I've got now. Like, I was like, should I rip out that first page that just had a few notes on it? There's nothing wrong with them. But in my mind, it felt wrong. And I'm like... I've got issues. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I don't want the journal to be that. I don't want to rip pages out or hide anything. I want to be completely vulnerable. But I do struggle with that. I also struggle with being wrong. <laughs> um, but I think it's just about... I need to learn that there is no wrong when it comes to journaling. Because I also don't want my journal to necessarily be like... Again, I don't want it to be performative. I want to... I literally... Like, if one day I come home and I feel like going in there and writing about how a customer made me sick to my stomach because they order their order was just long then i should be able to write that i should be able to open my journal and write in glitter pink gel pen um harry styles is a freak full stop end of entry like it should it should be as simple as that but in my mind that's not good enough but i think i just need to start it i think it's one of those things that once i start it will be a lot easier for me to like 
um, like grasp. I, I don't know if any of you guys know, you probably do hearing me talk about what I just I have a real issue with change, whether that be small change, big change, scary change, nice change, bad change. Any change, I really, it takes it out of me because um, I have anxiety. So every change feels like actual rebirth for me. I feel like I'm being popped out of a womb and I just don't feel like coming out of a cervix right now, you know? So, yeah, I just really do want to start my journal. I bought a really cute one. It's from Primark. <laughs> it's black, like, leather. Not actual leather, of course. And it says master plan on it. And it's black and white. It's very cute. But, yeah, I just need to start. Like, I just need to start. Because I've been saying I wanted to do this for, like, a month. <laughs> and I just need to get on with it. Like, I have the journal there. I have the pens. I have every resource I could need. And, yet yeah, I'm just not starting. But, yeah, I want to write about, obviously, my feelings in there. Like, just anything. Because I am a very much an overthinker. I'm also... I don't know. Like, I just have a lot of thoughts. And a lot of them don't make any sense. Um, my brain is very... It's, it's not very coherent in terms of... It darts between subjects. My attention span is relatively short. Um, and, you know... Like, okay, like, the other, was it yesterday or today? Yesterday, I randomly woke up at 8.30 in the morning. The first thing that I thought of when I woke up was a photography, high fashion um, photography concept for, like, a shoot. Like, that was the first thing I thought of in the morning. The second I opened my eyes, out of nowhere, I was like, you know what, that'd be a really good shoot idea. And I have another book um, that's not my journal. It's really cute, too. It's, like, a big A4 um red leather notebook and i'm gonna use that for stuff like any creative ideas or anything i'm just gonna shove them in there as well as a journal because why not but then i had to like you know midway through the day i just sat down and wrote my idea in that book but i don't know like i just get random bouts of certain things and i think it'd be fun to just journal because you know i could analyze maybe analyze but in a healthy way why I think certain things, why I do certain things, why I treat people certain ways, blah, blah, just everything, everything. Because um, I, oh gosh, I'm about to say something and I need you all to not like pick on me for it. <laughs> I'm going to say something and I don't want to be mocked for it. I think I'm different than other people. Dun, dun, dun. And I don't mean that. I don't mean I'm better. I don't mean I'm necessarily unique. I just mean, and you know what? Maybe I just haven't met very many interesting people. But the people I'm around tend to not have the same thinking patterns as me. Um, again, which isn't bad because it's great to have diversity within, you know, groups. But I often find that I think in a way that is different to the people around me. Um, so I, I think it would be interesting to just kind of write things down and then maybe in hindsight look back and think, oh, well, why do you think like that? Why is that? And then maybe I'll have the answers, you know? I don't know. I just think it'd be sick. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be nice. Um, do I have anything else to say on that? No. Maybe I'll write in my journal tonight. Maybe. It's giving me nerves. <laughs> like It's making me stressed. I don't know why, but it is. Um, yeah, I think that's all I've got for today. Again, nothing necessarily great, <laughs> but I really enjoy doing these. I think it's really, I don't know, it makes me feel really cozy. For some reason, it just feels very like having a chat with the girlies over an iced coffee. Not a hot one. I don't like hot coffee. But it just feels really 
I don't know. It just feels really good. And I really enjoy doing these. Even if not that many people listen or if I don't get any feedback. Although I love feedback because I crave validation. So if you want to give me any feedback, you can absolutely do that. Um, I will welcome you with open arms. Yeah, but I love doing these. I just think it's really fun because I can fucking talk for England. And also, I like doing these because I think it maybe lets people see the way that I am a little bit more as opposed to just like random asks. Because I sometimes read back what I said, I'm like, wow, I sound like a fucking psycho or a bitch. So I think it's... Because, you know, they can't hear the way I'm saying things. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I like to joke. I'm a jokey bitch. I'm hilarious. Um, but, you know, sometimes that comes across a little bit more harsh in text as opposed to, you know, when it's coming out of my mouth, like my throat box. So it's just nice to show a different side of myself. It's just gorgeous. I love it very much. But yeah, that's all I've got for today. Thank you for listening if you have listened all the way through. If you haven't and you've skipped, that's actually very valid too. My short attention span um, freaks. I understand you. I resonate with you and I get it. Uh, But yeah, thank you for listening. Hopefully I'll have another one of these out soon. Maybe I'll do one this weekend or maybe another one this week. Who knows? Depends. I want to get Drea on one of these. I want to do another one with Sarah. I have a feeling that Drea one will come quite quick so keep an eye out for that but yeah thank you for listening um i really enjoyed this and i will see you for the next one